Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. It is episode 77, and I'm going to be talking about the truth of sustainability or environmentally friendly. And the credibility that builds up upon this is the company that I've been building for the past two years and working on Simpler Living LLC, tiny vacation rental homes that are net positive and have amazing views of the Tennessee mountains. We use shipping containers, a bunch of other stuff that is reused in order to make it more sustainable living and more conscious for us to live within. And as I studied for the past two years and I was looking up statistics for my business plan, uh, just about, no, it is 100 pages, and uh, something I worked super hard on for two years. And it was a lot of studying, it was a lot of reading, uh, books on sustainability, um, and uh, shout out to Ann Nelson. She gave me a wonderful book, Net Positive, and Unilever was one of the bigger companies that is taking steps towards being, is net positive, but as well as being more uh, environmentally friendly co- conscious. And it, it's, I feel like sustainability has become more of a politic view, like, oh, you think we're going to run out of energy and this and that. And what I realized and um, quickly is the facts don't care what side you're on. And you can go all in circles and say facts are wrong or whatever. But there's countless after countless studies by very credible sources, um, such as Statista, which um, or IBIS World Statistics, which is one of the biggest credible statistics companies. And the matter of the fact, there people run in circles with sustainability. And what I found out and was very hard to come to realize is like, what's the root of the problem? Okay, so how can we be better? Well, solar panels, um, you know, having longer lasting phones, longer lasting technology, um, you know, what what is the underlying problem? What What's the root of the problem? And basically, from my study, and some people might think it's a more of an opinion that I'm about to make, but I would rational, rationalize that it's a fact uh, of this sustainability fact or environmentally friendly. And it's that the root of the problem is the amount of energy we consume as human beings. I'm just going to sit on that for a second because it might not realize, but when iPhones started coming in, when technology, everyone started having laptops to work, when did you change out an iPhone? And I would be lying if I didn't say two years until I started studying and knowing this stuff. And to be fair, I actually just got a new iPhone, but it was because I was leasing from Sprint and I was in a contract. So there was no if, and, or buts. It's just how it works. But I usually keep my phone as long as possible until it doesn't work. And what I can't stand about some of these companies that say they're sustainable is like Apple making their phones and knowingly decreasing the amount of battery that you use and 
the lifeline of the phone. They want you to come in after every two years to get a new iPhone or a year or a couple years because that's how they make a bunch of money. Same thing with Macs, with iPads, with all this technology. They want you back. And no matter how much people say or bigger companies say that they are environmentally conscious, it's that they keep on knocking and they will never they don't want to lose money. They want to become sustainable and environmentally friendly, but chipping away at that at that block of money because there is behind sustainability or environmentally friendly there's there's money to be made because people are more environmentally or sustainable consciously now that they are more willing to go with a product that is more the company is more known to be sustainable than a company that isn't sustainable it's it's the way of marketing and advertising that companies are starting to realize and rationalize that this is the way and money is to be made here because people are becoming conscious on our environment a lot more and more as time goes on. And there's this fact called The Green Illusion. So it's an amazing book that I read. Uh, I forget the doctor's name who wrote it, but amazing book. And it was based upon the fact and a lot of statistics backing it up uh, credible statistics. I can't say all of them off the top of my head currently, but the fact of the matter was is that we are putting band-aids on a gushing wound, and it's only a matter of time before we bleed out. Like we can, sure, we can go a whole nother hundred years of being unsustainable. I'll be dead before it really, really, really hits the fan. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, leaving a better world for the people that aren't born yet that are to become in the future to make our world a better world. But what can they do if they we give them the cards and they have to deal with the cards that they're dealt? Or we could give them better cards for the future. And that comparison really sits well with me um, in the sense of like the comparison of what we're doing. And the thing that drives me nuts is that People run circles around. I, I tried to find and research super hard, read many books, deep dove into sustainability and environmentally friendly, and all to come to the fact that it was the root of the problem is the amount of energy that humans have been consuming for the past 50 years and has exponentially grown. Can you tell me a difference between iPhone 12 and iPhone 13? Sure, a better little camera or whatever. But then you think about how many people go to that and do that. And I'm not judging you. I, 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 I want to be clear. Like, I'm not saying you're a terrible person if you do this. You do you. But um, it's a ma matter of fact. A lot of small changes make a huge ripple effect. So next time you're maybe thinking about swapping out for an iPhone or a piece of technology, uh, maybe it just needs a, a little bit of a repair or something. And if you do give that phone away, usually you can trade it in, and they're pretty good about Verizon and other carriers about recycling that stuff, um, and they're willing to pay a decent price for it, um, more, almost more than what you could sell it for. So that's what I did, and I knew it was going to a recycling plant. But it's the amount of energy that we use, and uh, these huge companies don't want you to really – no, and they'll pledge and they'll say, for all I know, this could get taken down if someone like someone big listens to it, and then they're it, because it's so hard to find this information, and uh, I'm very woke to this stuff, and I've written a hundred page business plan about sustainability, and the fact of the matter is, 
we keep on putting band-aids solar um is there's opportunity cost when we're weighing in sustainability so when we are let's say uh, using solar versus using on grid and what are the benefits of that and what are the disadvantages which is better uh, given we're using what's called dirty power uh, when we're connected on grid and then when we use solar we're considered off grid in a way and we're using clean energy that is natural from the sun which is using the sun solar to put into a um what is it called hold on let me look at it real quick found it thank god for my business plan because it was a lot of information it's called pv is what um solar panels use which is photovoltaic energy which is basically the conversion efficiency ratio of the electronic power produced by the solar device by using sunlight it's the conversion from the sunlight becoming energy and that's the conversion i was using in order to come up with some of the stuff that i needed and i learned so much about solar but i thought about it and i thought about it long and hard uh, what happens after these lifelong of solar panels are no longer used I sat and thought about it. I did some research, and it's so hard. I, I want to really establish it, how hard it is to find this information out there. And I look on YouTube and different things. Sure, a bunch of companies are advertising they're sustainable, and those get the views. But what doesn't get the views is the facts, the facts of what is happening in the world and the track that we're on currently. And I will say a lot of bigger companies are taking huge steps towards sustainability, although it might be towards that profit and hitting on that money block that sustainability is, given that it's a way to advertise and customers are more likely to go there than somewhere else that isn't sustainable. So it, even if that's the case, it's still good. It's still good, and I can't complain. But the fact of the matter, and I just want to side rail note real quick, I really want to say that I'm not judging and I'm not upset. I'm not angry. It's just I'm really passionate about this. And that's why I'm kind of, you know, giving this all my energy, uh, so to say. So I'm going to say, okay, so there's many different systems that we can use. So there's there's off-grid solar systems and then there's a hybrid solar system, basically off-grid solar system. And it's very confusing because not a lot of people are educated on it. And that's what I when someone would look at my business plan, they wouldn't know uh, the difference between off-grid, like what it really means and um, the ideas because one word, although clearly defined in a dictionary, might mean something to someone. It could mean something completely different to someone else. And uh, off-grid solar system is like completely not using any electricity from the city or anything like that you're living off what you already build or use or convert uh, in the terms of solar panels so that's what off-grid solar systems are so you have solar panels and you have a solar inverter which basically translate which uh, changes the current for DC which is direct current to AC alternating current to a switchboard which then can be processed to AC alternating current to the household which can be inner which can be used towards appliances you know electricity and there's also things that go up to uh, the switchboard can also go to many different things such as a, uh, a multi-mode 
inverter charger and that can go to a battery which is then sends to a direct current to this battery which is backup storage in case the solar doesn't build enough and then it can also go off to a generator which stores that energy as well and then vice versa we're a hybrid solar system which is a lot of net positive in the terms of that and net positive means that you give more than you take uh, that's the easiest way to define it, and especially in the book that I read, uh, subtitled Net Positive, Give More Than You Take, basically, is you make this energy and then you give it back to the grid. And you actually get paid for it by the government, and that's what uh, another revenue stream. Um, but it's not about that. And so anyways, with the hybrid solar system, you have the solar panel, and then you have this inverter, and then it goes to batteries, and then you can go to an uh, inverter, Wait, no, it's a switchboard, and then it can go to a meter, which then connects to the city line that gives energy back. And then the inverter also connects to the house. So it it's very hard to explain without pictures in front of you, um, but it get, can get pretty complex. But at the same time, it's as I figured out, honestly, if you just watch a couple YouTube videos, well, I mean, I say that. I mean, I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos, but I also read a lot and did a lot and uh, had to have an expert help me on this stuff in order to understand it uh, with these currents and calculations of the solar panels and stuff. Um, but I'm very excited because <clears throat> it made me very educated in that term. But um, I want what I want to do is read a quick paragraph out of my... Um, my business plan, I guess it's about two paragraphs long on sustainability. So this will be explaining my company, but a lot is the facts behind it. So bear with me. Simpler Living LLC was built upon being environmentally friendly by using solar panels, energy efficient appliances, repurposing shipping containers, and using a well and septic system. Tiny homes in themselves use 93% less energy than the standard household. And let me give you that. It is according to IBS World Statistics. And then the root of the problem is that technology is trying to solve the increasing energy consumption of humans. In the last 50 years, energy consumption has increased 13-fold. So compounding just getting worse and worse with the consumption that we have. And then Simpler Living's solar panels will will provide all the electricity needed for the rentals, accounting for less energy efficient seasons, such as winter. The rentals will have backup battery storage and generators. Energy efficient appliances will allow minimal energy to operate the appliances, which will help save the solar panel energy for other electronic use. And then repurposing shipping containers is recycling that could have been potentially in a landfill Despite the current high demand for shipping containers, Simpler Living LLC is innovatively repurposing shipping containers for environmentally friendly practices. Their well and septic system helps reduce the overall city water and energy that would be needed for Simpler Living if they were hooked up to the uh, city's water. Although a small percentage of energy is reduced using a well and septic system, it is a start to make the planet a better place. It is in which a lot of subtitle energy is saved. We as a community making massive positive change for the better. So that was my paragraph. Well, it wasn't a paragraph. It was like a page. But 13-fold um, energy since 1950, we have increased energy consumption 13-fold. 
And I want to say it's really hard to find this information. I mean, you can look it up, and then you have to, like, pay for some of these statistics, unfortunately. Um, deep diving, I mean, but they do a really good job. That's a whole point of their business system and how they make money is you pay for their statistic, and it helps in the business plan or if you just want to know in general. But what's what's crazy to me uh, and that's why I'm building it off this company and the the answer and so many people are like well why wouldn't you want to go live in uh, a cabin or that's not my target customer and what I'm doing is to be environmentally friendly and sustainable and this is the whole point of it that tiny homes use 93% less energy than the standard household look around and realize how much stuff you have and i am i am believe me i i very much so have a bunch of stuff i've recently got been getting and selling and hustling on ebay and selling a bunch of stuff that i no longer need and i know that uh it can find a better home because i'm i'm what i'm planning to do and been really quiet about is uh after my uh two years with or fellowship is actually contracting out and building my own shipping container home and i'm really excited about it uh it's something that i've thought about long and hard and the matter of the fact is it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying a house as of right now buy a plot of land and then build these things but the the real challenge is the simpler living behind it and that's why the company's named simpler living it's you have to be a lot simpler you have to use a lot less and that sometimes can hurt it's like when you don't have you know, for me, I hoard power tools. I love tools. I build, I tinker with stuff. And a lot of this stuff, I don't need it. I want it. Um, but it's, it's a passion that I have. And that is one thing that I'll probably never give up is my, uh, tinkering abilities. And I love my tools and, uh, being able to fix things and you need tools in order to do that. But what, what's more important behind it is, um, what we use and being conscious of, you know, things that are multi-use, whatever it may be. And what I'm going to completely derail and go to the main idea of what we can do. And it's the fact that we use less energy and it's like a simplest turning off your light when you're done with it or, um, unplugging things because there's current still being pulled when you plug in uh, a device to the wall uh, it's not an automatic shutoff if nothing's plugged in it's still pulling power um, but really our energy consumption that's it uh, we keep on putting band-aids over it uh, solar panels and I kind of flew off that idea uh, and you could be saying Hunter why why are you using solar panels if you don't think they're super I think it's a better alternative I think it's a step in the right direction and it's better than being on grid. I know that because, uh, and then you might be thinking, Hunter, why would you think that they're a little bit bad? Solar panels, when they're being built, emit a terrible gas for the environment. Uh, and it's just a part of the process. Same thing with phones, same things when you recycle phones and recycle solar panels and not everything can be used off of them, but a lot can be used, whether it be the metal, you know, certain type of things. But some things might be blown, like the, um, the, I can't even remember. I haven't looked at my business plan for a handful of weeks because I've been working. So, um, but, uh, and then moving, packing all this stuff. But enough with excuses. <laughs> 
it's it's a the matter of the fact is not everything's recyclable. It's physically impossible to take an iPhone or a solar panel that's completely dead and completely recycle it and then completely rebuild the same thing and it functions perfectly. It's just impossible. There's functions that deteriorate and are unable to fix. Uh, that's just a part of the process. And that's why what sucks about the recycling process is not everything can be recycled and not everyone might know that, but I feel like it's uh, a little bit obvious, but we can't recycle everything that's out there. And um, that's just a part of the entire process of recycling. Although I'm not too educated on recycling, uh, I did touch a base on it, uh, whether it be my business plan or researching on my own. Um, but the fact is, and there's like better practices that were stepping in the right direction, but I don't believe are completely sustainable in the sense of uh, we have to recycle them and not every component can be used. Complete sustainable is when you recycle something and it can be reused, whether it be cardboard, that can be completely reused. So it's, it's that idea. Now, I'm not into technology like that. I'm irrationally ignorant, irrationally ignorant, given that I know what I don't know. I don't know about the technology. I don't know if it's even possible, but I know solar panels are, the, are a step in the right direction, and there's m other environmental practices that maybe aren't in my realm because I'm more of a, a house guy, but like a phone-wise or whatever, um, you know, I, I question the sustainability behind that and how many iPhones are used. And there's like, I think like 80 million iPhones in circulation currently. Uh, I was just watching a YouTube video on that. And there's a bunch of phones technology that are in the cycling of, uh, of consumers and that are currently active. And that then those 80 million in four or five years are going to be recycled. And that's been happening for the past 10 years with iPhones. Uh, although not every year they've been recycled because uh, recycling started happening and becoming a lot more conscious within the last you know, eight years. But it, what's really, you know what? I'm going to go back on that. I don't even know if that's true. I'm pretty sure I saw that somewhere, uh, but I don't have that. Uh, I don't have the source of that. So don't quote me on that. Um, but what I loved about this podcast is I'm able to just ramble because I have so much on my mind and so much information, and I would really say I'm a professional within the industry of sustainability with given how much I've read and re writing a 100-page business plan on it, um, really deep diving into sustainability uh, or environmentally friendly, and that's really made me credible in many ways. And that's why I wanted to come. I thought about podcast ideas and then sustainability crossed my mind. And I'm like, you know what? This is a super good idea. I love the fact that I can talk about this for years. Uh, I could go into the specifics of it, but what I want to get across is the truth about sustainability. And you can do your own research. Don't knock what, uh, you know, I, I did for the past two years, I did a bunch of research. So Please do your own research if you don't think I'm right, if you think that maybe there's something else. But I don't think a whole lot of people are going to question that, to be honest, because uh, given the fact that we know that we're not the most sustainable, uh, and a matter of fact, the way we're going uh, in a thousand, two thousand years from now, it's questionable if the earth will be here with given how much waste and stuff that's going on 
and how much more environmentally conscious we have to be within such a short period of time to roll back the dice of this waste that we're consuming and making a terrible environment. A lot of things that I found interesting within the research is a lot of the technology and things that are made and recycled, there's a lot of chemicals that are released that people do not know. And I can't remember the exact chemical. It's funny. I think I had it in my business plan um, when recycling. No, I didn't have it. Uh, but it was maybe in another paper I wrote. I can't remember. But the fact of the matter is there's a hazardous chemical that's released into the environment once solar panels are made. It's same thing with technology. And it's um, – I can't remember the gas. It's on my tongue. Um, I'm going to have to look it up. Give me one second. Boom. Got it. Silicone terechloride. That is the chemical that is produced during the manufacturing process of solar panels and is considered a toxic chemical and therefore companies have to recycle, like are going towards a recycling company to prevent environmental pollution and ask, and they're also trying to do cost saving acts as well. Um, so the photovoltaic solar panel production, which is solar panels, uh, is linked to carbon emissions, toxic waste, unsustainable mining practices, and habitat loss. These environmental downsides coupled with solar's limited capacity to generate enough energy to be supporting the grid, that is the current energy consumption that us humans need, should be considered by residents and decision-making uh, makers alike. So that goes back to what I was talking about with the solar panels and what, although there's the silicone trechloride is a bad chemical, it's from my understanding and what I've looked at, uh, it's not like an exponential amount is released and it's like, oh, we're all going to die. But it's these, like I said in the beginning, it's the small things in life. It's the small acts that end up making a huge ripple effect. And that is what this is really doing in a way, shape, or form. It's like smaller things. Oh, we can do this. It's more sustainable. But like it's just pushing the problem furthermore. And then again, it's just that's the problem. And I don't have the solution to this. But I do have the ability to do research and understand what is currently happening. But my solution is uh, less energy consumption in that sense. But it's hard to tell people that and them to actually do it. Uh, it it's just how life works in today's age. But, you know, that's what I'm trying to do towards Simpler Living LLC. And if you couldn't tell, I can't do one. Th I, I, that's, I talk about so much different stuff. I can't. Simpler Living, I'm going to be building and selling eventually and then building another thing within the realm of sustainability. So trying to impact uh, the sustainability realm is what I'm really trying to do. And what I felt like a uh, purpose that was given to me um, in a tough coin flip that I had was becoming a firefighter or focusing on the sustainability fact. And I thought, which more can I affect more? And it's that opportunity cost that I thought about. And I'm like, I could affect millions of people uh, and, and start something, a whole different movement than other than just sustainability. It, like this whole movement of vast energy consumption decline. And it's something that I believe I could do, I feel like is my higher purpose. Uh, while I'm here on earth. And that's what I want to really go towards versus becoming a firefighter, which they 
do a lot. They save people's lives quite literally. And there's many things that can help, but it's, it's only a town I can affect. And then on wide scale on energy consumption with sustainability and with how much I know and my, my skills and the knowledge behind the sustainability that I know, and I'm able to push forward and power through and my sales tactics, everything like that. I know that it just felt like this was my higher purpose. And I, I don't know if I'm, uh, you know, I'm going with the flow in that sense. Like I want to become a firefighter. I guess that's, that's a whole different other thing, but, um, something that's been weighing on me, um, firefighter or business. I was told I can't do both, but I proved a lot of people wrong in my life. So maybe I can, but that's a side note. Anyways. Um, so the solar panels aren't as good, but it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Right. And the question is if solar panels can produce enough energy to basically give the energy to the humans that, uh, consume so much, if it's able to keep up with demand and then recycling it, uh, then it's another toxic chemicals that's released. So it's like, it's just putting a big bandaid over it. But I, I think it's, you know, it's temporarily until we find a better solution, uh, but it's a step in the right direction. I don't want to knock solar panels, uh, but this is from what I understand. And um, it's it's something that's interesting to me and that's pushed me to research and understand more than anything else. And I've sacrificed a lot in order for my, my business, Simpler Living LLC, and to understand and telling people and educating them and then them questioning things. Um, you know, it's kind of hard because it's like I do so much research. Uh, it, it's a tough thing, but that's a part of a movement. It starts out with this tiny ripple effect, and it, it starts out with these tiny little uh, conversations, and that turns into a ripple effect and getting people to realize the main problem is the amount of energy consumption that us humans use. And I'm guilty. I use a lot of energy, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Uh, like having Alexa plugs in your house you and having them plugged in, it, on the app, it gives you the exact amount of energy that's pulled out from these plugs, and you can see, and also having smart um, like lights and smart technology, and then it puts us into another problem, uh, again, putting a Band-Aid over the problem, but it's a step in the right direction, given opportunity costs that we just use regular lights, we're not being as sustainable as you know using lights that would last longer and our smart technology, given that they can turn off uh, if you accidentally leave them on when you leave home from work, you can turn it off on your phone. But again, it's this whole technology realm, and then you have to recycle that eventually. It's you know it's it's a band aid, right? We but that's a part of um, consumption and human. And I don't know the whole. Uh, consumption deep dive into that type of stuff with given that um, you know light bulbs and that type of stuff because I, I didn't really study a whole lot of that it was more so the overall hierarchy of sustainability in that fact and that's something that I've recently done is uh, uh, well I guess it's been for a past year so on my phone I can see how much energy I'm pulling off I can turn off my phone um, I can turn off my lights turn off after, after a certain amount of time in the morning after I wake up so it's, it's these practices that we we make a small difference within our household, but then tell other people, and then we make a bigger impact. And um, that's a part of the process. But there's so many products that help with our energy consumption. If there's one takeaway you have from this podcast episode is reduce energy consumption. 
um, because that is the big problem. That is the root of the problem that a lot of bigger companies dodge, whether it be Apple, them making a phone every single year and there's no major difference, but it's causing a huge problem and they don't want other phone companies fixing their phones that they say that you need to fix uh, you need to come to us to get it fixed. And it's just that middleman wanting more money type of vibe that I get. Uh, again, I could be wrong, but it's just that fact. And uh, these bigger companies, and it comes so apparent to me, um, it's just all about money. And they, they're hitting on sustainability because they know there's money behind it and people are more likely to buy their product if they're more sustainable, vice versa, than a different company that is the same exact that isn't sustainable. And that is a fact of the matter. And it just drives me nuts. And uh, But I think they're going in the right direction. Um, but it, I'm just so passionate about it. And that's why I can spill out this knowledge and just all these ideas that crumble in my head all the time. Um, given we're just putting Band-Aids on the stuff. But again, I, I, it's just less energy consumption. That's what we need to educate people. Uh, it's the education of what we do. And us as the consumers are uh, a problem as well. But, uh, you know, these bigger corporate companies could cut back on uh, and they could be focusing more on sustainability factor of making a phone that lasts longer than two years that doesn't have battery decrease and insufficient technology and slower load rates that are on purpose on these updates and have been proven in court. And it's like, this just drives me crazy. It's like, they just want to be money, 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 money. That's all it's all about in this world. And it eats my mind up how we could just be dumping this world that we have in this perfect life just all for money. Money, money, money. It's what everyone wants. And these corporations just love eating that money up and it just drives me nuts. But, um, you know... I could talk on hours on end about this, but it's a fact of the matter. Um, you know, I don't mean to, because th there's a side of me that thinks that says this type of stuff. And then on the other side, they are doing more, uh, environmental friendly practices. And that's what I could ask for. You know, they're trying to step in the right direction, but it's a baby step and we need baby steps to make those big, big steps. Um, and I, I just wish there was an immediate solution because it's been around for you know a long a while now that we know we need to be more sustainable, environmentally friendly, and all that jazz. Um, but it's like the turn a third eye because you don't want to lose money, and um, that's just kind of part of it. But uh, Unilever is an amazing company that has really taken ranks on becoming more sustainable and environmentally friendly, and I highly suggest looking up uh, Unilever because they're a really good company to to look up after uh after i read a book book net positive um there's a lot more i could talk about i, I feel like i could just come on well i kind of did improv this uh believe it or not maybe it did <laughs> yeah i guess believe it or not uh either or um because it was kind of just a spill of information but um, you know i love talking about it and i think i have an abundant amount of information that i could go on and on and on and on and share about this type of stuff but um energy consumption that's the main problem, and us as humans, we just keep on consuming more of it. I mean, 13-fold increase since 1950, which is just insane. That speaks volumes. But I just want to let you guys know that uh, I just feel alive. Uh, I, I feel so good when I give these podcasts. 
and it's all because of you. You guys listen to it and keep it happening and keeping it going. And uh, I want to start doing a lot of more of these improv things and the way my mind thinks because I like to pre-plan things because I can go a lot of different ways or be repetitive or whatever it may be. But I feel like it's just a spill of information that helps me in a way, shape, or form get off my head uh, and display information to other people. I mean, I read a lot, so it's like trying to help others that might not want to read a book or don't have enough time, whatever it may be, and um, just spill out the information and not just hold it all to myself. So that's what I love doing. Um, I love y'all. Get in contact with me if you have any questions, if you need help. Uh, whatever it may be, finding a passion, want to know more about sustainability, you're depressed, you're anxious, um, whatever it may be, reach out, contact information in the link in the bio. I have my email, not my phone number, because I'll get blown up by a bunch of scam people if I display it. So just email me, I'll send you my number, let's talk, whatever it may be, depressed, or you're super happy, whatever it may be, let's talk if you're interested. With that being said, cue the outro. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.